This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the Everything 80s podcast, we're going to look at why nostalgia is such a powerful thing. Hey there, what's happening? Welcome back to the Everything 80s Podcast. I'm Jamie. Thanks for coming on out today. And this is a just a bit of a different sort of topic. We're not looking at something specific, you know, as an individual movie or TV show or toy related to the 80s, but it's about looking at the idea of nostalgia and why it's such a powerful thing and why it's actually such a powerful thing during the ongoing world global crisis. Uh, but also, you know, why it's a powerful thing uh, at other points as well, when it, whether it's a mild crisis or a larger threat and why people return to nostalgia and why they return to the things they love and, and why there's comfort in those sort of things. So we're going to look at everything to do with this um, s- sort of study in the, the things we hold dearest to ourselves, whether they're simple you know, TV shows or cartoons or something deeper. But before we start, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. I should be there. Okay. So this is all based around an article I wrote for medium.com and I'll sort of expand off everything from that. But the way I started it is I was saying the other day I watched Back to the Future. You know, there's not a lot going on, but I watched Back to the Future quite a bit, to be honest. I then realized I had already watched it just like six days beforehand. And, you know, I hadn't even really realized that. And it was just looking at this idea that during this time of uncertainty and and stress, you yourself may have found yourself returning to the same TV shows or series or movies or books or music or anything like that, that you always have. And there's a good reason for that. And it's because of this legitimate power of nostalgia. Nostalgia brings us comfort. And during this time of a pandemic, we need comfort more than ever. So why is it that powerful a thing? And why do you prefer it instead of taking on new things? So let's look at this actual real effect. And, you know, new TV shows, new series, new movies, they're great. But the problem is there's always a bit of a sense of anxiety with them. This might seem seem weird, but hear me out. The, The basic thing is you're not exactly sure what's going to happen with what you're watching or taking in. It it may challenge you in in you in ways you didn't expect. Uh, and you're not sure about the emotions you'll experience when watching them. Compare that to your favorite show or movie. 
You know exactly what's going to happen. You'll know how it'll make you feel and you know where everything is going. This comfort and control are what makes us return to our favorite things during times of uncertainty. We may have those good intentions of starting new books or, you know, that new TV series or new Netflix series or whatever, but there is a bit of an unknown that comes with that. This is a time when familiarity and comfort are really a priority. And it's why you're more likely to, you know, rewatch The Office than start a whole new series. We crave that return to the familiar during times of stress. And that's what nostalgia provides. So nostalgia is this real powerful thing. And it's about a sentimentality for the past. It's something we're all craving right now, too. Nostalgia is about a return to a time period that we associate with happiness. And the word nostalgia, we actually get from a combination of a few different Greek words, including um, nostos, meaning homecoming, and algos, meaning pain or ache. And nostalgia is quite literally this yearning or ache for the past. And our favorite forms of entertainment, as dumb as they may be, um, they help us return to that sense of peace and warmth and happiness. And a lot of times, you know, they're the things associated with your childhood, you know, not maybe one necessary specific age, but sort of a general, you know, window and time period where we associate those good feelings and the things we, you know, consume during that time period as far as it comes to entertainment. In the, I don't know if you've watched Mad Men, but I highly recommend it. I think it's one of the best TV series ever created. I've watched the whole thing through, I think, three complete times. And it's in one of their best, best episodes. It's called The Wheel. And we see Don Draper really promote this idea and power of nostalgia and the return to the past. And the premise of this episode is he's selling Kodak film on the idea of renaming their slide projector. And they, they're they not sure how to market this whole new idea of the, of, of the slide projector because, you know, they have the slide wheel. If, depending how old you are, you might have to ask your parents what slides in a slide projector are. But, you know, the wheel goes around and each slide goes through and you see them and they're just not sure how to market it. And at the time, Don Draper is going through his own, you know, sort of life crisis and his marriage is rocky and he's wanting to, you know, return back to when things were simple. And so in his whole presentation, he starts including pictures of his own family and starts working his way back. So you see his kids, you know, closer to the age they are in that current time. Then it's, you know, the pictures are going back a little more and the kids are a little younger. And then you start seeing the kids, you know, when they were first born. And then you see him on his wedding day. And then you see him when he's meeting Betty, his wife. And he himself is going on that journey back and that return to the past. And that's why he sells Kodak on renaming the slide projector, the carousel, and which, you know, carried over into real life. And that's what it was named. Um, he uses his pictures, uh, the pictures of his own past to show nostalgia's power and our yearning to return. And that was the perfect way to sell it. And it's the same thing. He's going through this whole process too, and needing that familiarity. And that comes with those things that we hold 
dearest you just look up on youtube if you just go to mad men and the carousel or the wheel it's like a three minute clip it's one of the best scenes in tv history um from one of the most brilliant series so here i touched on something about the idea of you know with all this extra time people have had and you're like oh this was the time now i can start those new projects or hobbies or that book you were putting off and then that hasn't been happening for a lot of people. And then you might've been wondering, should you feel bad for not have starting something new and using this time that was given to you with, you know, whatever it was a grand ambition, whether it was a big project or, you know, just this little book you've been putting off or other forms of entertainment you've had in your like, you know, Netflix queue that you're going to get around to or whatever. And you just may have found yourself not pursuing those things. And then some may have a sense of guilt for not exploring something new, new, but there is no reason to feel that way. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Challenging yourself is always important, but this might not be the ideal time to do so or during any peri like period of crisis or stress. If you've been able to take on new hobbies or explore tons of brand new content and everything, that's awesome, but you're really not required to do so. There will be plenty of time for all that right now, especially during tumultuous times or whatever. It's more about finding stability and we get the stability from nostalgic things. The issue is those unfamiliar things, again, they have that sense of risk to them. It's not a substantial risk, but you know, some risk nonetheless. That new book might not be any good or it might be very good. The main issue is there's that sense of the unknown. And again, this is not an awful thing, but maybe it's not great when you're already feeling overwhelmed by everything going on in the world. Putting yourself under pressure to take on new challenges, hobbies, films, books, projects can end up overwhelming you with even more stress and anxiety. Even if it's just a tiny bit of anxiety, a small amount of anxiety is still anxiety. You know, broadening your horizons is extremely important as it leads to expanding your mind and growth and new perspectives and new insight. But there's not a lot of comfort that comes from that. It, this is not about being ignorant right now, but it's acknowledging there's a crisis going on. And it's more about turning to the things that give us comfort and control. And that's what you may find. It's like, personally, I've... Like I said, I've watched Back to the Future again. I've seen this movie like 200 times, but I've still watched it like three times in the last like month. I've rewatched the Indiana Jones trilogy, all the Star Wars movies, 
uh, I've gone back, like even watching, depending on what you're watching on like Disney Plus or whatever, like watching old Simpsons episodes, you know, anything that just sort of gives you that sense of just like calm and you're like, ah, I know what this is. I'm This is familiar. This is comfortable. Another issue that's gone along with all this is the like exorbitant amount of content that is just bombarding us daily. And I did an episode on, it's sort of like a quarantine watch list special about, you know, things 80 specific uh, entertainment that is recommending during this time. If you haven't seen, um, you know, if you're looking for new stuff or things you haven't seen in a while, just reminding you back about that. And it was something I touched on just like, and especially like recently with the new, um, is it HBO Max or HBO Go? It's like the, the another streaming service among like three different streaming services within just HBO. And then the amount of offerings as far like the standards are like Netflix and then Hulu. And then like we have Crave here in Canada, which is like our other version of HBO and Disney Plus. And then if there's like you know, coming up the NBC app or if there's YouTube premium and there's like 15 different streaming services, not to mention all the amount of cable, like it's, you're drowning in content and there's so much put out there. That's another thing that overwhelms people too. And it's, uh, there's actual like, you know, real statistical issues around this. When people are presented with too many options, they tend to abandon them and go for something just familiar. And they did this in uh, a grocery store example with jars of jam. They put out in the one sampling, uh, just three jars of different jam and people were more likely to at least buy one of them. When they put another example, had a display that had 18 different jars of jam, different brands. With all those choices, the sales were down less than when it was just three. People were more likely to walk away because they feel so overwhelmed with all the offerings. They tend to abandon it. And you might find yourself doing that too. Like if you're looking at all the stuff that's out on Netflix and all these streaming services or new documentaries or whatever. And if you've been able to watch those, like there's obviously still tons of great stuff, but you might find yourself, you're looking at all these things and you don't even know where to start. And you just go back and start rewatching the office again. And there's a real reason you do that. It's because of that comfort um, and that stability that the things offer. So we're, you know, we're not only facing this like uncertainty of a time, we're constantly just overwhelmed with this tidal wave of things trying to vie for our attention. So again, don't feel bad that it's, um, you know, if you're not choosing to take on these new things all the time. So I'll start wrapping it up here. So just like, this is just a shorter episode. I thought it was worth touching on as I had put this article together. I thought it was worth passing on here. And it's again, just to know the power of nostalgia is a genuine thing. And it's a good idea to embrace it during times of crisis. It's why we like look back so fondly on, you know, if you find an old box of toys from your childhood or your like old G.I. Joe's or My Little Ponies or Transformers, or your old like baseball cards, hockey cards, comic books. And it's just like you're instantly transported back there, like that whole Kodak carousel wheel on the Don Draper Madman example. And just also that reminder, if you've been feeling guilty about not taking on all these new things during a pandemic, don't feel that way. Don't feel guilty. The sense of obligation creates more stress during a time when we already have enough to deal with. Instead, embrace those things you love from your past. Return to those familiar movies, whether you've watched, um, 
you know, Indiana Jones or you've watched Roger Rabbit, you know, 89 times, watch it again. Like go back to those things that are comforting would, you know, or if it's certain books that you've read a bunch of times, I read Ready Player One at least two or three times a year, you know, just for that reason. It's like that sense of going back to something that you know is not going to change and it's going to stay the same. And that's another thing I really like about just using Mad Men as an example of being, you know, just, just such a brilliant TV series is like these things are set in a time where you can kind of like picture that they're happening, whether you're watching them or not. And when you go back and watch them again, it's like picking up right where you left off or like meeting an old friend and same thing. And you feel like you haven't missed a beat and you can jump right back in that world and experience all those same things that you know are going to happen. But again, you feel that little more familiarity and you can, you know, pick it right up where you left off and, and, go for the journey. And since you know where it's going to go, there's just that sense of ease. It's, you know, like that idea of like sinking into a warm bath and that's what you get. And Mad Men's just one of those great examples of, of this world that's seemingly going on. And then when you come back to those things that you feel familiar with, each time you return to them, you, you're coming back with, you know, a new life perspective, new ideas, new insights of your own. And now you get to see it in a bit of a different light. Again, and if you're like watching Empire Strikes Back again, now you're coming at it from a little new perspective and you're maybe picking up new things you never got before because, you know, your mindset's changed from um, just the passage of time and growth and everything like that. Same thing with books, um, any classical books, whether they're, you know, from your youth or a little older, adolescence, whatever, even music. Like you can go back to the music you loved growing up and you now you're looking at it from a new viewpoint and you're appreciated in a new way. So those things can continue to bring you joy. So, you know, whether it's going back to Dunder Mifflin or going 88 miles per hour, you're allowed all the comfort you can get right now. And that's the true power of nostalgia. So I'll wrap it up. Uh, hope you found this interesting or hope you take away something from it. Um, something, you know, we can obviously all use and speaking for myself as much. But thank you for the time, uh, taking the time to listen to this episode. I know there's so many podcasts out there. So the fact you listen to this one means quite a lot. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts so you automatically get them sent to you. But I will be back soon with a new episode. Don't you dare miss it.